0: Hello and welcome to the Franchise Tag Podcast. With me, your host Freddie Hall, for the old fan and new fan, and the UK fan. And thank you, thank you for coming back. Thank you for coming to watch us again. We are into the NFL twenty twenty two off season. We are—it's very short time away. We're getting into March now. Well, nearly halfway through March, really. And we've got the you know free agency coming up soon. We've got the combine coming up soon, and we're going to be here every step of the way in the off season. Myself, Andrew, Adam. We're gonna have uh, we've got a, a new gentleman who is going to be joining us who we will reveal in later weeks who we hopefully is going to be with us a bit more full time as well a face that you do recognise on this podcast and on many other podcasts as well cracking bloke and he's going to be joining us um, still got the same team in the back office doing all the all the editing and everything like that and again we thank them for the work they've been doing but we are I mean this is going to be like the fourth year for the franchise tag podcast Andrew and to think for me like coming into this off season going into next season like from where we started to where we are now for you just sort of listening and giving me advice to you being you know one of the parent fiction having your own shows on the franchise tag podcast it really shows what you know an amateur nfl podcast and that's what we are it, it can really do because i really feel like we we're, we're really rocking out in the world and uh you know how, how happy have you been with the progress we've made so far
1: oh it's just unbelievable um you know, I remember the first time you asked me just to do a little segment for you to help you out, and um, I recorded it and listened back to it. I was like, oh, my God, I sound so nervous. My voice is breaking a bit. Uh, so, to, yeah, the, the the team that we've got now, is it's so good, and uh, just hearing some feedback from the guys that we know and things like that and saying, like, we're the only podcast that they listen to now. You know, there's all the options of all the big American guys and stuff that are out there that, like, are famous, but... People are choosing to listen to this and it, it really is, is quite touching when you hear that, uh, you know, we, we have those listeners and they're there and um, and all the things that we've uh, accomplished and,
0: and going forward. It's just getting bigger and bigger. It's, it's, it's such a great ride to be on. It's getting bigger and better. And of course, we've got to thank our co-host, Adam, who isn't with us this evening. And he's going to be very upset that he's not here this evening because we will dive straight into the big news of Green Bay very soon. Um, But Adam's nearly hit 10,000 followers on Twitter. I really appreciate everyone who's been following us. We're nearly at that 10,000 mark. We've got to keep going because Andrew and him do have a little side bet where I think it's a case of wine, isn't it? If you can get 10,000 by the start of the next season.
1: That's correct. Yeah, I said to him, If he said, uh, I can get 10,000 followers. I said, you do that. I'll get you a case of red wine, mate. So uh, he keeps um, keeping me updated and things like that. But, you know, I think it's money well spent if he gets it up to that 10,000. You know, it's it's no loss
0: for me here. It's an investment, not a losing bet. It's an investment, of course. And like I said, we need to really dive down. We've been off for a couple of weeks. Yes, the moustache is still here. Yes, the long hair is still here. I'm still rocking with it. That may change. There's a guy, but also rocks and mustache sometimes in the season. And we're going to jump right into it because it's been a very big afternoon for all of us NFL fans. The unanswered question of whether Aaron Rodgers is going to stay in Green Bay has finally been answered. We from week one, we took the mick out of Adam about whether Aaron Rodgers would be there next season. And it has been it has been up and down. There's been rumors here. There's been really cutting comments from Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers at times. But has finally signed a new deal, a four-year deal for $200 million. That makes him the highest paid player in NFL history. That is $153 million guaranteed, which means that his cap number is going to come down. We will talk about the implications of that in a minute. But, Andrew, what a wild ride this Aaron Rodgers journey has been. It was really the Pat McAfee show um, that, that sort of released. They, the, he's going to stay in Green Bay. And then later on, it was more announced about the details of the deal. And about Aaron finally finally putting pen to paper and being there for four more years at the prime his career. There was lots of teams who were sniffing for him, but were looking to trade for him, that knew he was unhappy. But well, money maybe talks over happiness and he feels like he maybe has a few more Super Bowl runs left in him with this Green Bay team.
1: Yeah, I mean it it doesn't come as a massive shock to me that he's gone back to Green Bay. Um I think we were kind of told that he was leaving he was done he's definitely going to the other teams but when you really look at it and the relationship that's been built over the season that's just gone I feel like things were fixed a little bit like there wasn't you know apart from the off season which was an absolute drama you know coming into the year and getting settled into the year it seemed like that team was all on the same page and things were clicking uh I know they all did say you know the last dance you know they're all doing it for that but it clipped, and it was good, and yeah, they they fell at a final hurdle in in the playoffs, but he's got a good setup there, he knows the drill there, he knows everything. Going to another team, I think is is a big risk and a big step out of your comfort zone of uh, uh, uh and it could go horribly wrong, you know, despite how talented he is. So you know this, this, I think this is a great move. For green bay and i think is a great move for aaron Rodgers to stay there so um fingers crossed they can rebuild round him for those four years and 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 really keep the momentum going that they've got there
0: and the, the complacency about aaron Rodgers being in green bay is has been though Devontae adams has been there and robert Tunyon, who's a great tight end um they've had some all right that second string third string wide receivers and Aaron Jones as well, who's a, a top running back, AJ Dillon, who's looking like a, a fantastic running back as well. The argument has been for a while, they don't surround Aaron with weapons. They don't surround him with weapons. They don't draft wide receivers. It's We've said it before, and again, this is no offence to anyone in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Wisconsin is not a, is not seen as a desirable place to go. It is not New York. It is not the Californias. It's not Texas with no state tax. It's not Florida with no state tax. It's a cold country. With not an owner, is it's a fan-owned team. And it can be sometimes a little bit directionless when that happens, maybe. And I, again, I'm not criticising that. I think fan-owned teams, it, it's worked very well in, in other uh, other teams and other sports, like at Barcelona, for example. However, they've had incredible money troubles, I suppose. But Aaron's problem in Green Bay has been that he's not he's felt that he's just had the rights to be able to have that input in the structure of the Green Bay team. And he won them a Super Bowl. He's been fantastic there for years. He's taken them very close for, for a number of years. He's been MVP a, a handful of times now. Do you think with this pen to paper deal, there is maybe some things within this deal that maybe verbally have been agreed where I need to have more say in this team? You need to get me weapons. I'm, I'm now in. Well, I, I'm not even sure what age he is now. Is he 33? Okay. I believe he's 38. 38. Really, I, I didn't realise he was as old as that. I will double-check that just in case. But mm-hmm. he... i have to do that on the side while I'm uh, talking. But um, it, it, it's. It, do you think now... Yeah, 38 years old. Four more years. That takes him to 42. This is the last stretch for me, really. Um, we can really call that now. Now it's a four-year deal, unless he, d- he does Brady and goes on even further, which I can imagine he would probably stay in Green Bay, or if he does, he might, he might do a Tom Brady situation and go to a team which which has a, 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 very fill, a very full roster. Do you think there's some verbal agreements here that have happened in the Green Bay organisation with Aaron?
1: Yeah, I think um, now he's got a head coach that's on his side. I think Matt Le has been, uh, I think those two work really well together. Um, And, you know, prior to that, I think there was a lot of like, you know, you're just a quarterback, just throw the ball. But I think Matt LeFleur's kind of like got this, Aaron Rodgers is my guy, you know, I like him, we work well together. And I think that's kind of broken down maybe the back office of like, it has worked, it did work. Maybe we need to start listening a little bit and things like that. You know, the Jordan Love situation hasn't worked out. Some of the draft picks of previous... You know have been very questionable now so i think there's got to be that point where you go how do we move this forward in the right way and take the advice from from some of the seniors that are there because goodness obviously hasn't hasn't quite got it right when it's just been him on his own um and i think he's <clears throat> there's got to be a part of this franchise that goes remember those two years where we were bad
0: mm.
1: we can't do that again let's let's try and um and listen and uh, to the young guys that are that's the future so um yeah i think there is is gm's on his uh, his head coach is on his side and i think that helps it's two against one so yeah i think there has been some uh, discussion about involvement and and how to do it
0: We'll talk about the implications for other players in a second but we'll dive right with, with the jordan love thing because seems as you mentioned him and obviously the drafting of him incredibly controversial at the time it really felt that maybe that was going to be the natural succession was with rogers move on They green they, they'd have love starting he did appear in one or two games last year didn't look bad didn't look good i suppose you know what can you expect from a guy who's not starting week in week out and is still a young player and has never really been the true starting quarterback of this team what does what's the narrative now hold for, for jordan love because It's interesting. There's a lot of teams out there that would mind trading for a young quarterback. I think I don't think the price is going to be too high on Jordan Love. Or do you just keep Jordan Love and you know for that succession at some point? Or 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 what what is the story next for Jordan Love? I I suppose it depends what they
1: really want to get out of um, price wise for him because you know you're always going to need a backup quarterback. There's always that you know 38 years old. What if he doesn't stay healthy? What if he gets a knock? You know, Jordan Love's going to be ready to come straight in because he's been there two years. He's had a couple of snaps in first-team football, so he knows the organisation. He's worked with the players as the first team, uh, as the starter in in training and things like that. So I think they've got him on, what, two to three more years on his rookie deal. So he's, he's cheap. You know, they haven't got to go out and get... Uh, a veteran backup that might cost them a bit more in cap space for one year. Jordan Love is cheap, but if they want to get build a team because they haven't got cap space, maybe getting rid of Jordan Love for some, some more picks um, and things like that in in future drafts, they're going to need that. So his value is going to be highest at the moment because we've seen a little bit of him and he's still young. I think I think uh, if if we don't see any of him, it's just going to go down and then they're going to get nothing for him at the end of his rookie deal and he might end up just on his way for, on the waivers. Um, so, yeah, I, th- I think they'll probably keep him because you need a backup and I think he he ticks the box for that for them and he's been there a good length of time to develop relationships. So, um, yeah, what,
0: what are your thoughts with Jordan Love? Have you got anything? I think that his most valuable asset at the minute is his age and the cost. I think that is his valuable asset at the minute is that he's a young quarterback. He is dirt cheap for any team to go and get him. I think it it just really depends on what Jordan, what the organisation wants, I I admit, but it it really depends on what Jordan Love wants as well. Does he want to sit behind Aaron Rodgers for four years? Let's say Aaron Rodgers is fit for four years. Does he want to sit behind Aaron Rodgers for four years, potentially win a Super Bowl within that four-year period, I mean, again, flip side is that they could not go to Super Bowl in these next four years. That is also very feasible. It, does he sit and wait for for Rogers to go? Just because Rogers has penned a four year deal does not mean he will do the four year deal. It's, it's been said uh, what with the reports coming out but Aaron really considered retirement, very very much considered retirement. Is Love sort of in that thing of well, yeah, he's got a four year deal, but is he is he going to be here forever? You know, it, it's, it's a great organization, Green Bay. For me, I think he's got to sort of look around at the, the, the desperate teams for a quarterback. But the problem is with that as well is he would be thrust right into the fire and I don't think he is ready for that. It would maybe do him some good to go somewhere that has not a quarterback controversy because I don't believe any franchise will be successful doing that. But at least somewhere where he could maybe shoe himself in. I don't think his shoes go anywhere near the door with Aaron Rodgers there, unfortunately. It's just seen what these. Do. The problem is the quarterback needy teams. There is only maybe two or three out there that have actually a roster that is 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 good to go. Denver being one of them. I I think maybe would Denver maybe look at someone like Jordan Love. I don't think that's a bad possibility. But then the argument is your roster is really good to go now. You probably want someone a bit better. Pittsburgh. Um, with with the two guys we've got there, maybe looking at the draft. I mean, the quarterbacks in this draft are not meant to be wearing people. However, again, we'll talk about that later with the Combine's just come out and really a lot of the stock that's rising within that quarterback um, within that quarterback class, I think, has really gone up in the last few weeks. I, I just really don't see what, I, I don't see what his purpose will be in Bay other than being Aaron Rodgers' his, his backup. And it's just what does he want out of that? Is, is, he could easily win a ring in the second field around Rodgers in the next four years or does he have the hunger to go out there he's the quarterbacks now if they're playing to 40 he's got a lot of time but you can become very relevant very quickly unfortunately for quarterbacks if you're not in that limelight and you're not producing The, the the other issue that this contract now brings up is the available money for everyone else more so Devonte Adams It is heavily rumored for he's going to be franchise tagged and that they're going to try and pay a new deal. And apparently this deal with the guaranteed money is being able to offset some cash. We, it, It's as much as we'd like, we enjoy this sort of thing, Andrew, about the offset costs and things like that. It's not that interesting for the fans. I basically, his deal is so big. It is allowing money to be spent now because it has been, because it is their guaranteed money and it's been stretched out for four years. So they are, a, they are going to be capable to franchise tag Devonte Adams. So that keeps him for another year, maybe. If they can get the deal done, he might be there for longer. He might pen a four-year deal as well to be able to be him in Rogers. I mean, he's he's 29, I think, as well. So, what's this next step for Devontae Adams? Are they going to franchise tag him? It, it's not been confirmed yet, but it is. It's pretty much clear it is going to happen. Does Adams now? I mean, Adams was really quite. It seemed like he very much wanted to get out of Green Bay. However, there was a little bit of this cloak and daggers thing that Aaron was doing with Adams as well about. You know, no, not really answering any questions straight and stuff like that. Is it? Is this just a simultaneous thing? Is that if Aaron stays, I stay. If he went, he went.
1: Yeah, I mean, there was the whole catch twenty two with this. I think prior to um, the signing uh, for for Rogers, there was how how are they going to both of them seek chatting to other teams regarding free agency because they both were sitting on the fence of well, if he comes back, I'll come back. Mm. It was very much set open. I, I feel that Adams was saying, "If Rogers goes back, I'll go back." But Rogers was saying, "I'll only go back if Devonte Adams comes back." Mm. So that conversation has got to have already been had, I believe, for Rogers to pen the deal. Mm. I feel like I feel like he would never penned it if there wasn't Adams coming back, because I feel like that was that was said a lot. So mm. um, yeah, they I, they want to play together. I think uh, I think they get the best out of each other. Why, why go and? why same for Adams why go and risk going somewhere else not having the relationship with another quarterback and your career maybe sort of sliding a little bit you may as well ride the train with with Rodgers so yeah I think there was already a conversation had prior to them chatting to other teams that they both wanted to know that both were going to be signed together Mm -hmm. so yeah I think it's I think it's a done deal for that
0: yeah, I agree as well. Let's sort of look at other people who have sort of looked in the free agency market, we move on from our own, just talk about the free agency market out there. When I did my notes yesterday, which was in the late afternoon, I had I, I David Njoku F-tagged the first one. Since then, there's been about six in the space of 24 hours for me writing my notes yesterday to come in on that. We've had David Njoku, uh, Orlando Brown tackle over at Kansas City. He's been franchise-tagged. Jesse Bates, the safety over in Cincinnati. He's been franchise-tagged. Dalton Schultz, tight end of the Dallas Cowboys. He's been F-tagged. Am I missing anybody? I'm sure I am. Mike Kosicki, I think it's been. Mike Kosicki, tight end of Miami. He has been uh, franchise tagged as well. Now, the important thing is we are the Franchise Tag Podcast, and we have explained what franchise tag is a few times to people. So we're not going to dive down. We'll dive down one time. Franchise tag is where you basically pay the medium wage for that position for a year time, and you have a certain amount of bracket to be able to negotiate a deal a longer deal however there is conditions in there that if you don't really do that the player can seek trade can be and can leave really so it's it keeps them around for a year but not guaranteed really for a year I suppose at the same time and also what's important about franchise tag you can be franchise tagged and then moved on very quickly because you have paid if you a lot of teams will do it to players who have been very loyal for a long time so that they can go and get good money elsewhere and um, so you know guys who are a bit more veteran
1: that
0: they feel like it's never had a real true payday they'll pay them the medium because it's higher than their wage they've ever had and then they'll trade them uh, with, with probably a team matching or exceeding that salary usually only on a one-year deal though because it's just to get that final farewell and thank you i suppose from a team um so I, I don't think we've missed anyone we probably have well let's just maybe we'll quickly talk about the f guys who who. who have been tagged so David Njoku for the Cleveland Browns surprised not surprised do you think he do you think he's sticking do you think they may move maybe move him
1: yeah I mean um they've got three good tight ends in the camp already I feel like he had great potential and great upside um at the position he's just really struggled to stay healthy enough to to showcase his talents for for a consistency so uh, I thought he that'd be one they moved on because they have they have two
0: other um i'm really sorry i'm gonna to have to interrupt you there's been some breaking news what have we missed don't look at your phone don't look at your <laughs> phone. put it down you need this is live reaction you need right let me have a look so this was released 11 minutes ago so we are behind the times already here at the franchise tag Blockbuster, this is Adam Schefter reporting, after weeks of negotiation in one of the largest trades in NFL history, the Seattle Seahawks and the Denver Broncos have agreed to terms of a deal involving Super Bowl winning quarterback Russell Wilson. So Russell Wilson, has it, it says, the. Um, yeah, let's have a look. So Blockbuster, Tom Pellicero, Blockbuster plus a massive. OK, so Tom Pellicero reports that. Um, the, the Seahawks and Broncos Green principle of a trend trade sending Russell Wilson, including multiple first-round draft picks plus additional picks and players per sources. Uh Denver says it has nothing to do with him not, not getting Aaron Rodgers. Um, we've also another big news is Mike Williams has signed a huge contract for the LA Chargers. Um, so that has happened. Uh also Cam Robinson has been its franchise tagged by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um but I'm I'm sorry I'm afraid the franchise tag guys this is out the window I'm afraid and I'm afraid Mike Williams congratulations to you on a three year deal worth uh, how much is it worth sixty million I mean well done to him that's huge that is huge Denver has been it's been felt like they're in the market for somebody for what feels like most of the year Russell Wilson it's felt like it's been about two years that he's not really been comfortable there in Seattle those rumors of him going to New York. Because of the pressures of his family, who are, who is, uh, his his wife, who's who's in showbiz, and New York's the place to be, and you know it's not Seattle, Washington, or maybe it was California team could to be in California, but no, they've ended up in Denver, Colorado, which is probably not the place that maybe so I wanted it to be in terms of her career, but for Russell Wilson, what what does the future hold now for Russell Wilson, and Denver? Andrew? I mean, how how shocked are you about this?
1: I mean, out of listening to the places that he could have gone to, I think this is a perfect landing spot for him. Yeah. Um and when you look at terms of what where the Broncos are at, um, I I think you could you could easily have given up whatever you wanted because they've got what Javante Williams, rookie, rookie contract for four years, great, you know, not don't have to worry about that position. Patrick Satan, you know, rookie, rookie contract, four years, great. You know, Jerry Judy, KJ Hamler, um I think Sutton's already signed a new deal. Every, I think everywhere you are on the field and looking at it, he's got support for the next four years on a cheap deal. They don't need the the draft picks. They don't need to, to build anymore. more. They, they'll, they'll get some stock in the later round. So mm. I think this is perfect for him. The weapons are there. Um, it's a good organization. We've, su- we've seen Peter Manning get success there from moving from his lifetime at the Colts and then moving to the Broncos. So I ah, see Russell Wilson doing something similar. This is going to be absolutely fantastic for their organization. It's something that we've all said um, was the final piece they were missing at, at the mm. Broncos. So this is perfect. And it also means that there's no more of this chat of Russell Wilson going to the Eagles or the Commanders. Uh, <laughs> Which so I'm very, happy.
0: As well. <laughs> I very, very, very happy at that. So yeah. Um, I am f- I am freaking pumped, like real pumped for that. Like I, that is what a division, like Russell Wilson, Justin Herbert, Derek Carr, Pat Mahomes, like that is that's fire. Like I mean, la la the Rams, the um the Rams, the Cards, and uh, God, I can't even. I'm so 49ers. I can't the 49ers must be like pumped about this as well. Um, d- just to further add on to it drew lock is part of the trade drew lock will be going to seattle um which th- th- apparently th- th- there is uh as it says as i said that tom palacero has reported it is multiple first round draft picks i presume that is probably one this year um i can imagine it's one next year as well it may even be three i doubt it will be three i think with the drew lock thing and there may be multiple there may be second round third fourth round third round picks as well in there um Drew Lock going the other way. I, that was literally what I was going to bounce onto. Now is what do Seattle do moving forward? They've bought in. They've now got Drew Lock. Has had a vet, not a great time over in Denver. um Has had a lots of question marks over his his maturity as well as a leader on and, and on that team. What's the next move here for Seattle?
1: I really don't know. I mean, that's, that this one's caught me by surprise. Of what Seattle are going to do? I mean, mm. we already know that they are behind the other guys in terms of uh, where they are for getting to playoffs and winning Super Bowls uh, with the, the Rams and the Cardinals and the 49ers. I think in terms of uh, Drew Locke, I think he'll be a good um, sort of filler. I think mm. you, don't, you don't need to do a lot with the playbook, I don't think. I think Drew Locke gives you very similar attributes to Russell Wilson in terms of the mm. style of his play. Um, so I don't think you're going to have to adapt your, your playbook too much, and you, he'll fit in and be a filler. Whether they're looking at that draft um, for the following year, whether they're looking at like you know a uh, uh, Bryce Young or a CJ Stroud, that could be their option. That they're looking to mm. the because those two guys, there's going to be a lot of hype about them. I, I think going into n- next year's draft, mm. uh, so they might be looking ahead to that there might be some of the picks in there for them for that. So um, I think Drew Locke is, a, is he's going to be a good filler for them. I think he'll mm. do okay, um, but he's not the answer for the future. Um, I also don't think they'll waste – I personally, I wouldn't waste uh, money or cap space or picks on trying to fill it with anyone else that's available. I don't think there's anyone else out there better.
0: Well, that's that's my that was going to be my next thing is presumably if they have Denver's first round pick this year, that's the ninth pick, and everyone. I mean, I'm, I'm, I've only quickly found it because I tried to look at my mock draft outside of the Panthers at six. I mean, people. I, I, we, we, people may argue the lines want a quarterback. I doubt it. The sixth, the Panthers maybe arguably want a quarterback. Let's see what they do now. with the market has changed it with Russell Wilson going. I mean. The, the, the Broncos could have their pick of the quarter. The, sorry, the uh, Seahawks, if they have the ninth pick, could have their pick of the quarterbacks in this class. Do you think it's worth, maybe, do you think it would be worth spending a, a draft pick at number nine here to get the likes of Kenny Pickett? Or, um, I mean, Malik Willis is very comparable to Russell Wilson in that stature, can run with the ball, great arm. Uh, you've got Matt Corral, Kenny Pickett, like I said. you? Uh, do, do, so you don't think they should? Spend anything on that and go for maybe just BPA, best play available, or, or defence play because their defence has been poor and their O lines not been great.
1: Yeah, they, they do need to uh, really look at that that defence. They might want to bring in a bit of competition um, for Drew Locke uh, and they might go for one of these guys. And if it doesn't work out, Drew Locke being in there. Um, who else have they got? Who who's their who's Seahawks' backup currently? Oh, it was that guy. Did,
0: oh, did they trade? The Eason? Did they trade yeah, for they J- did. J- they did they trade did. They did get Jacob Beeson, but they had that old. other guy in, the tall, the tall guy. I can't remember his name. I think they did keep holding Jacob Beeson.
1: I think he moved around a little bit. Um, you've got to be looking at the fact that they they they, they don't want to be upset in DK Metcalf and they don't want to be upset in Tyler Lockett um you know that's the last thing you want to do that they're 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 the future of or well, they're your team currently mm-hmm. um yeah my trouble with my trouble with that would be oh yeah they've got Jacob Eason and Gino yeah. Smith. Um Jacob Eason could easily uh for me he was one of one of the, the talents of, of that draft of as a backup um he's got an absolute cannon of an arm um so and he's been with the Colts and trained with the Colts for the last couple of years. So he's he would have learned uh, a little bit there from Rivers and uh, um, Wentz. Um, the trouble is, looking at this draft class, so some of them could be incredible. Some of them could you know, hit the ground running and, and really change a franchise. Uh, but we don't know this for certain with this draft class. Um, mm-hmm. We know what we'll get out of Drew Lot. I don't know. I don't know whether it'd be a filler.
0: Uh, Unless they've seen seen someone they really like. I'm I'm catching, uh, I'm just catching up on everyone in the NFL world that is just perplexed by this. I mean, I was straight up saying that Matt Wagstaff, part of the the franchise tag fantasy football league, has has just posted a photo saying nightmare. So as a Seattle fan, I mean, Seattle fans out there are going to be probably, well, incredibly disappointed with losing Russell Wilson, who, I've said for so long. Every time, if Russell Wilson's fit playing well, they have every chance of winning any game. And it's interesting. And and it's interesting. You've said since last year, Denver. Denver always goes for a vet. They always go for a veteran. They won't go for a new quarterback. It has not worked in the last few years. And if you look at the history, Peyton Manning, they did that. It didn't work for Joe Flacco but everyone knew it wouldn't work for Joe Flacco. That was no surprise. And then they tried and tested so many young guys. They brought in Teddy B for the bridge. They've gone and made the big deal. I'm I'm so pumped for Denver. Like we said it last year, but they were like a piece away. And it was the quarterback. They're and a very like team as well. They, they are. They are. I, think,
1: I think they're the sort of team that uh, uh, if you're a neutral or you want to support someone from that side of the division then they're a team to very much get on board with and, and, and like. So I think, um, I think this, yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of uh, people really supporting them.
0: Yeah. And Nathaniel Hackett being the, the, the head coach over there, former OC for, for the Green Bay Packers. He's not got Pete Carroll, who's been famously a defensive style coach for so many. Oh, Wilson must be pumped. I'm really pumped for him. I've, I've made no secret for Seattle, sort of my second team. And I no, made no secret of Wilson Wilson is my favourite player in the league and has been for a long time. I, I, I just love this. I love everything about it. We'll, we'll move on from this, though, unless anything else really pops up and then we're going to have to go straight back to it. I mean, I'm keeping an eye on these notifications. I'm very happy that I have all the uh, main NFL reporters on um, on notification pop up, so it comes up straight away. But uh, let's just move on quickly to maybe some of the other free agents that are out there. The FTAG guys, I mean, quick to say about the guys, Orlando Brown, no surprise. Jesse Bates, no surprise. Cam Robinson, the Jags have just come through. No surprise there. Um, Dalton Schultz, you know, he, he's, he's a good tight end, not a great tight end. Are you surprised by him getting franchise tag there when they've, they've, there's a lot of players in that team, especially well and now with Amari Cooper going, which is probably something to talk about as well for for your division. Um, we can link them together, I suppose. So the Schultz issue, Amari Cooper looking like he's going to be released by the Daz Cowboys as well. However, they are fielding out to trade him before they release him that it never works. I never understand why they go, we're going to release him. We'll, we'll try and trade you before we release you. Because every team's going to go, well, no, there's there's no benefit for that. So uh, what, what are you thinking of, about this uh, Cowboys team at the minute, considering they're in your division?
1: Uh, I mean, well, we, we know they've got a lot of money tied up in Zeke and Dak and did have money tied up in, in Amari Cooper. So they were going to have to be really sensible about uh, franchise tagging and what position they've got. It. They've got some... We now know they've got a couple of good youngsters on defense. Um, so I'm guessing the going rate for franchise tagging a tight end is not going to be a lot. So it's probably a sensible move to keep a key piece um, in 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 the line for receiving. If they are going to be getting rid of Amari Cooper, because you're going to have to keep hold of some of those key pieces. Um, I also think that uh, then getting rid of Amari Cooper, although they've, like I said, what I said it loads before they signed Dak Prescott. They've got themselves in a massive pickle with mm. with Zeke and Dak and Cooper's contracts and, uh, and a couple of their O-linemen were on big contracts as well. But I think he's going to be a big loss. Uh, I think he's real key to them winning. I think if you look at the stats uh, for Dak Prescott when Amari Cooper is on the field, it, it, I think I saw a, a stat that, They are Dak Prescott was sixty yards better per game
0: Mm. when Amari Cooper was on the field. I saw the I saw the I saw the win loss record and it was
1: yeah. I mean uh, how good it was. You're then asking C.D. Lamb. He looks he looks he did look fire at times, but he dropped Mm. a lot of balls and he cost them a few uh, plays in in the playoffs. Like you know, he's good and he'll, he'll be the future, but he's not a solid. Mm. wide receiver one um they might lose Gallup in the waivers and you know he's he's one of the free agents you probably want to talk about and then uh Cedric Wilson who had a couple of nice games towards the end of the season um again there's not I think your your wide receiving core and supporting Dak Prescott is going to drop off the radar quite considerably Mm. if you lose Amari Cooper whether they're looking at Addressing that in the draft, I don't know. Uh, they might do. You know what they're like. They like a big, mm-hmm. flashy, shiny new toy. So um, that could be the route that they, they go down. But yeah, I, I, I would. Whoever gets Cooper, I think they're going to get a good piece. So.
0: I agree. I think there's a lot of teams who are going to be sniffing from Mario Cooper straight away. And uh, I, it wouldn't shock me to pick, pick people like the Raiders. Obviously, he was a, four, a former Oakland Raiders and now Las Vegas Raiders. I think New England Patriots could definitely be in there. There's rumors of NFC East teams looking at him as well, the Eagles. Um, I'd also like to add to the Russell Wilson saga but Shelby Harris, defensive lineman, has also been part of the trade over to Seattle, which I think is a really smart move for Seattle because that is an issue of, of theirs, is that defensive line. Um, I think that's really very good and very, you know, it's it's a good move for them there. Um, Multiple picks. We'll find out as soon as that's announced about what the multiple picks are. In fact, it may have just come up. Um, Okay, Jay Glazer has reported the trade is for three players, one being Drew Locke, obviously one being Shelby Harris, and two first-rounders and two second-rounders and a fifth for Russell Wilson and a fourth. That is what Jay Glazer has just reported. So I'm sure more will come out. Uh, in due course. Big shout-out to Abdul, who's jumped in our comments, saying, come on, boys, Russ to Denver. Well, we're very happy for you, Abdul, if you are a Denver fan, or is that, I don't know if that's just a statement, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> maybe he's letting us know what's going on out there in the world. Um, we'll, we'll talk about maybe a couple more free agents, a couple of trade rumors, maybe, and then we'll try and finish off with the combine. We may leave out trade rumors because this one has just taken over the podcast tonight. Um, free agents, I mean, I got, I had the top 10 the, the top 101 NFL.com free agents uh, they put out the other day, I wrote down the top 10. Um, the problem is the top 10 now is Whittle down to probably a top six because half of these guys from yesterday to today, it's changed in status. Devontae Adams, um, we've just talked about Chris Godwin, JC Jackson, Toronto Armstead, Orlando Brown, Mike Williams, Von Miller, Carton Davis, Chandler Jones and Jesse Bates are there. Top ten of free agents. I mean, Devonte Adams. We've just talked. I'm going to cross these off. So, guys, I forget. Uh, Orlando Brown, franchise tag. Mike Williams. I've just said three year deal extension. There, I think that was really good. Keep them over in LA. Um, really good extension. Chandler, uh, sorry, Jesse Bates also being f tagged as well. Um, so we'll just quickly nip through these. Chris Godwin. Are, you, are we thinking? I, I mean, this franchise tag is the option for a lot of these here. I believe Patriots said they weren't sure whether they're going to f tag Jackson. I felt like that that may have been open ended. But we'll start with Godwin. Godwin, do you think? franchise time probably kept they've done it a few times now he's surely going to be wanting to maybe stick around with this team if as long as they know what their quarterback plan is
1: yeah um i I think that's where he'll want to stay there i think i think that's where i want to be i don't know i don't don't know what they're doing at at quarterback that's going to have a few question marks on it um then again he might depending on the names that come up he'll be a good piece anywhere so um, that's that I think that will that one will be resolved quite quickly. I think I think we'll hear that one and that'll be released fairly soon because I can't see him staying, um, sort of teamless for <laughs> much longer. Yeah, so. uh,
0: JC Jackson, do you think they'll probably franchise tag him? Yeah, you've got to, haven't yeah. <laughs> you? <got laughs> best, best, best cornerback there, one of the best cornerbacks in the league. Teron Armstead, Saints in cap hell. Do you think that they've got to let him walk, right? No, I think they've got to let him go. Um,
1: yeah. I think, yeah, I yeah. think that will go. They need to rebuild. Um, And I think that's going to be quite a big hit for them if they did franchise tag him. So, yeah.
0: um, yeah. I've just, just going to dive himself into a deeper hole if they franchise mm-hmm. tag him. Um, Von Miller, that's another one as well. I mean, you know, now he looks at Denver. That he did put out a tweet the other day, but it sort of teased. I think he put his Denver numbers up, like his his shirt number, but did, he just left it very open-ended. Now he sees this. Is he going to... Because I, I think he's not going to want to go somewhere new. I think he either goes to Rams or goes back to Denver. I don't think he's interested in going somewhere new.
1: I mean, prior to um, Rodgers putting pen to paper, I saw that there was potential of him going to Green Bay. But... Uh, hmm. If I was Von Miller, I'd want to stay at the Rams. I think. I think mm. um, I'd be trying to get a deal done there. To you know, I, I think Aaron Donald said it, didn't he? He was like, "If everybody comes back, I'm back." Yeah. I think there'll be a lot of them there. OBJ's gone back. We know that already. Yeah. Um, I think there'll be a lot of the guys that are like, "Look, if we can," I don't. I think with that team, and I really think this is this is true. Uh, if they think they can redo this again and get get it going again. Just take just take a, a cut in money and and do the mm-hmm. deal and keep that team together. I mean, that he's been in the league for how long now? Two Super Bowls. You know, does he really need a big deal? I don't think he does. I think he'll be happy to sign, pay for that team mm-hmm. and, and and push for another Super Bowl. So uh, I'd I'd
0: stay I'd stay at the ramps. I've just been tagged in a cracking gif from the Denver Broncos actual Twitter of uh, the famous Tom Hanks drawing Wilson on a ball. <laughs> That's all they've put, which is absolutely fantastic. Well played then, The Bronco social media team there. Um Carlton Davis, cornerback for the Tampa Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers. Do you think he's sticking around? Do you think he, is it one of them where if you keep Godwin, can't keep him? Yeah, well, you can only you can only yeah. tag one person. Well, not so, tag, um, but could you reckon they can get the money to be able to sign him,
1: you know? Maybe. Uh, yeah. I mean he's he's I don't think he's particularly a uh, massive household name out there that everyone's gonna be going wild out. There's a few in the draft that uh, are looking very talented in the backfield. So mm-hmm. um, I think that Lever her be sorting out a deal um, or letting him go, It'll be one of the two, I think.
0: So I'm going for or taking a bottle of that sauce, Gardner. That's definitely <laughs> what people are going to be looking at. Uh, last one, Chandler Jones uh, at the Cardinals. Uh, I've franchise taken before, I believe, but um, do you think he's going back to Arizona willfully? Because he didn't seem like he wanted to be there last year. I think the majority of the news that's coming
1: out is he's uh, he's one that will be moving on. I've seen mm. I think I've seen quite a lot of rumours. Uh, he mm. seems to be the the one person that there is lots of connections of rumours and chat that he's going. So that would lead me to believe that there lots of people are already in chats with, with him already. So, mm. um, yeah, I, I think
0: he'll I think I think he'll go fantastic well let's move on to the combine quickly i think we'll we'll talk a little bit about the combine but you know we're going to talk about it a lot more when it comes to draft time we talk about more the analysis of these players where they're going to go hopefully we'll be returning back with one of our episodes of the of the infamous alternative mock draft which we get berated for every year because we put people in ridiculous places because me and adam decide what position they need to go for and what they need to focus on andrew picks the player we've had We've had some good years, though. In the last two years, we've done it. We've had some good, like, shouts. We've done yeah, really I think, well in
1: town. I think we've had some good shouts. And when you look at the players that we had going to the teams and then what they produced in the NFL, you know, we were right about the players. And I think that that's yeah. a key thing. That's 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 a tick for us.
0: Yeah, I think that's a tick. Well, we, do, we, we tick it every year and we do all that. And obviously, we'll be doing a lot more. Mock draft. I'm going to personally be doing a lot more mock drafts and stuff like that. But we'll talk briefly about the combine. Uh, obviously, it was on Tuesday the 1st. It uh, was finished up yesterday over in Indianapolis at the uh, Lucas Oil Stadium. Saw some big, big names there. Some guys who have really dra- put up their stock names. You, you, you now need to start recognising Malik Willis, quarterback. Ike Kwanu at a tackle position. Desmond Ridder, the quarterback. Kenny Pickett, the quarterback. Kyle Hamilton, the safety. Ahmed Sauce Gardner. Source Gardner, though he's named Ahmed, we're going to call him Source over here at the cornerback position. Some fantastic running backs, the wide receivers, Drake London. Um, is, is Garrett Wilson? Before I go and say his name wrong, Garrett Wilson. We did not see Evan Neal, the suspected first pick in this draft, nor the quarterback Matt Corral, who's also been suspected of being a first-round pick as well. Um, what's your take from the combine, Andrew? I know you watch a lot of every few day, over the days where it's on. I try and watch as much as I can. I've seen a lot of the best bits. I've seen Jorvin Davis, a six foot six, 21 stone animal of a human being, run as fast as any you know any, any guy I've ever seen run. Um, what's your take from the combine over the last few days?
1: Yeah, it's been a really good combine, really competitive. I think there's been a lot of guys this year that have um, have gone. Yeah, I've been invited. I'm going to go. I'm going to showcase myself just to try and elevate that um, draft stock up because. I think it is so competitive this year at each position. I think Bar, uh, Carl Hamilton. There's, there's not a definite. uh, I'm the best at this position, and you know, there's my tape. Take it or leave it. I mean, Mm. um, everybody's fighting uh, to be the best this year, and I love that. Uh, And they've gone about it such a good way. If you're watching any of the highlights, there's a lot of cheering from the sides. There's a lot of like um, camaraderie and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah. It's, it's always insane I've watched so much highlights I've watched so much of the stuff so mm-hmm. I've even read some of the uh quotes from some of the from the the teams of uh what they were asked behind the scenes and stuff like that as well so I'm trying to
0: trying to absorb it all in cool who, who's your biggest riser who are you thinking has really gone to combine shown their skill set Ah, uh, I think for me and I'm, I'm, I'm Adam's gonna uh-huh. go I know there's a lot of
1: positions, obviously. Yeah, I think Adam's going to be straight on the bandwagon of going, our oh, typical, like he had to say, an Ohio State player. But uh, I think Chris Olave, I've banged on about mm. him all year and I've talked about him, how good he is. Mm. But when you're looking at um, mock drafts and you're looking at where people are picking him, they've got him down towards the bottom of round one, sort of the sixth wide receiver to mm. come off the board. I think he, were, for me... Was the biggest winner of the wide receiver um, uh, core that are out going out there. I thought he was easily the biggest winner. Um, I think we already knew what we're going to get from Garrett Wilson. They both play from Ohio State, but Chris Olave, I thought, really showed up, showed a real great uh, 40 time, and he was excellent in the field drills. Mm. Um, I think he's raised his stock. You know, the two guys from uh, Alabama both injured, so weren't there. Um, I think Trey Burks didn't showcase as 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 good as what you know he would everyone thought he was going to be blasting out a sensational time on the 40 wasn't there you know his field drill, drills were better people were liking him to AJ Brown prior to the combine mm-hmm. I didn't see that in this combine he watched all of his drills so I feel like Chris Olave has really elevated his uh, draft stock and might uh, pip some of those people uh, and raise up to maybe the 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 third spot or fourth spot of, of of the wide receiver. So for me, yeah, I think he he's um he was my biggest riser. I think the quarterbacks um, none of them did bad. none of them mm. they all all did really, really well. I feel like they showcased themselves very well in what they were going to bring to a team. So I still don't think, personally, you can go one of these guys from what we saw at the combine. Combine mm-hmm. only one of these guys is is, is definitely the standout better player. Mm-hmm. You know Malik Willis. If, if I was you, Fred, and I was a Steelers fan, I'd be getting, I, I would be getting excited about this guy, especially. I, you know, I'm
0: so excited.
1: Absolute cannon of an arm, yeah. absolute beast of athleticism. Well, that's more athleticism. We saw that. That's from his tech. But Combine. I tell you what, though. Have you watched much of it? Have you have you gotten on the hype with him? I, yet? I, I've
0: watched a bit of it, and I I, I I my problem is every other team and every other person has seen it as well. I really want Malik Willis to drop. Now I, to I, brought,
1: I I brought this up with uh, Jeff Reimbal when he was on the show. It was something that I spoke very highly about. <laughs> Joe Burrow, go back and watch the interview um, with Malik Willis because he talks so well. Um, mm. I think uh, you know they do the the tests and everything. He scored really really high on the Wonderlic test uh, he's a very intelligent guy and i think um, when you're looking at the combine that for me i said was something i look at in the quarterbacks and he he turned up really well and i feel like yeah showcased how much of a cannon of an army had uh, so yeah if i was a steelers fan i'd be getting excited i thought out, out of all the quarterbacks i thought Des- desmond ridder was um the best at the combine mm-hmm. um I thought he he rose his stock out of the quarterbacks you know he set great great times great jumps great interviewing great everything he just he just had a really good uh, day at the combine so I feel like he's done himself uh the the world of good uh doing all of those drills um he interviews very well and he was a very consistent uh if you i think if you look back at his career with him, Cincinnati he had i think he's the most winning of all these quarterbacks that have mm. gone going into the draft, and Kenny Pickett, I remember you remember when you asked me about we we spoke about the uh, the the guys that might be coming into the draft this year, mm. and we kind of talked about them, and you no one really knew the name Kenny Pickett, and you're like, "What's my take on him?" Mm. And I said, "You know, I haven't watched a lot of tape on him, but what I can gather is he's consistent and he's steady, and mm. that's exactly what he was at the combine. He was consistent mm. and he was steady. For me." he doesn't wow me yet. Like, I'm not, I'm not, you know, Malik Willis wowed me. I'm like, wow. I watched a lot of Matt Corral. Matt Corral didn't um, do anything in any of the drills because he's still recovering from his injury. Uh, He wowed me at at college, you know, uh, uh, he got a great arm. I think people are saying, I've heard this a lot. He's like a bigger, taller Kyler Murray that when he's out of the pocket and running at people, they move out of the way of him because he's a big yeah. guy um so you know if you're looking at those comparisons you've got to be excited about that but Kenny Pickett, it for me you know they're liking him to tom brady they're saying he's, he's, he's very confident very good in the pocket very structured very a bit more of that statue kind of mm. um, quarterback and he throws the ball nicely um yeah he's just he's just a nice player um mm. and he was steady and he was good
0: And I'm sure I'm sure we're going to hear a lot more about all these quarterbacks, all these players in weeks to come. But to finish off the show, I will give you the official package from what has been reported of this Russell Wilson trade, because, you know, I said there was a third player. I was pretty shocked at who this third player is, actually. Um, So the official package is the Broncos have now got Russell Wilson and a fourth rounder from the Seattle Seahawks. The Seattle Seahawks are getting two first rounders and two second rounders and a fifth rounder. We've already said they are getting quarterback Drew Locke. They're getting defensive lineman Shelby Harris. They have also acquired tight end Noah Fount. He's gone to the Seattle Seahawks as well. More, more reaction. I I suppose in the next few weeks about this because we are hitting to the end of the show now. Andrew, whirlwinders show. We're back, better than ever. I hope. I mean, this has been a mental show. This been. This might be my favourite show we've done in, in in well this year for sure. <laughs> we've always wanted some breaking news when we've been
1: live, haven't we? We got, we, I mean? got it
0: with Sean, we got it with Sean Payton with Jeff Reinbold and but like he knew, like he knew where it's like no one no one knew about this. You know, and that's just been it's been crazy. What a crazy night. I'm a, I'm a bit gutted that it came out because you know, I
1: really wanted to talk about a bit more about the college players. I had a lot more <laughs> uh, you know, they're taking over my slot of talking about the O Lyman and stuff like that and and the fantastic giants that ran foot the
0: forty times, but We've got plenty of time to talk about that, haven't we? Plenty of time. Plenty of good stuff for weeks to come from the Franchise Tag Podcast. Thank you for joining us this evening. Good luck, you Denver Broncos fans, basking the joy of Russell Wilson tonight. Commiseration, Seattle Seahawks fans. Until then, we'll see you all very soon.